Good morning. Braden here, going on a work trip in the U.S. Hello, everyone. I'm Natalie. In this lesson, you'll learn some new uses of the preposition in. This conversation takes place in the morning at work. And it's between Jessica and David, who are flight attendants. David and Jessica are co-workers, but Jessica is the crew chief, so the conversation is professional. Let's listen to the conversation. Okay, everybody. Shift information has been posted for the month. It looks like we'll visit 25 cities in 30 days. Do we normally visit 25 different cities in one month? Yes. Sometimes we visit even more. Where's our first stop? Charlotte. Hey, I have friends in Charlotte. It would be nice to see them. Let's hear the conversation one time slowly. Okay, everybody, shift information has been posted for the month. It looks like we'll visit 25 cities in 30 days. Do we normally visit? 25 different cities in one month? Yes, sometimes we visit even more. Where is our first stop? Charlotte. Hey, I have friends in Charlotte. It would be nice to see them. Okay, so this is our first lesson in our first Upper Beginner season. And this is our first cultural insight of the Upper Beginner series. So we're going to explain how this series will run. That's right. We're going to do these cultural insights a little bit differently than usual. Instead of looking at restaurants and monuments or touristy places, we're going to focus on the 25 richest cities in the USA. We'll touch on their population, their economies, some of the big employers in the area, and their education levels and styles. We'll touch on some other things as they come up, but those are the basics. We're doing this because many of our students either live in the USA or are interested in moving to or living in the USA and want to know about more cities than just New York and Hollywood. Neither of which are very easy to live in. Oh, good point. <laughs> <laughs> we picked these cities because they have the largest variety and the most opportunities for work, education, and careers in the USA. Also, they are older cities, so they have lots of history and cultural importance to Americans. We could easily spend an entire series on any one of these cities. So in this lesson, we wanted to talk a little bit about Charlotte. The city of Charlotte is located in North Carolina on the east coast of the United States. The city boasts a population of over 730,000, with the greater metropolitan region reaching over 2.4 million inhabitants. Charlotte is also a major financial center in the U.S. 
and headquarters of Bank of America and the East Coast operations of Wells Fargo, the largest bank in the United States. It's also home to many NASCAR offices and the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Charlotte is the 25th richest city in the United States. Charlotte is also home to two professional sports teams. The Carolina Panthers are part of the National Football League, or NFL, and the Charlotte Bobcats are part of the National Basketball Association, or NBA. Okay, let's move on to the vocabulary for this lesson. The first word we'll look at is... Shift. Scheduled time for a person to work. Shift. Shift. Our second word is... Posted. Affixed or placed on a wall, board, or website. Posted. Posted. Our third word is... Month. Any of the 12 divisions of the calendar year. Month. Month. Next we have... Visit. To go to and stay at a place for a short period of time. Visit. Visit. Next we have... 30. A cardinal number representing the third cycle of 10. 30. 30. Next we have... Normally. In a normal or regular way. Normally. Normally. Next is... Different. Not alike. Dissimilar. Different. Different. Next is... Cities. Two or more large or important towns. Cities. Cities. And our last word is... Stop. An interruption in a journey. Stop. Stop. Let's have a closer look at the usage for some of the words and phrases from this lesson. In the dialogue, we heard the phrase, first stop. This phrase refers to the first place the plane will land on their route. That's right. The idea is that the plane stops in every airport where it lands. This can be used with cars, trucks, bikes, or really anything that works on a route. Exactly. For example, if you take a car trip from Los Angeles to Seattle, your first stop might be San Francisco. After the gas station, of course. Oh, okay. Well, let's not count those stops. Okay, sorry. Could you break this down for us? First stop. And one time fast? First stop. Excellent. Our next phrase is... Even more. Okay, so this phrase is used to emphasize the number of cities they will visit during the month. Yes. Jessica could have said, sometimes we visit more and left out the even. But the even here acts as an intensifier. It emphasizes a comparative, like more, better, or smaller. Right, for example, my wife cooks even better than my mother. Or, newborn baby clothes are even smaller than I thought. In these sentences, even is kind of like a positive form of yet or still, if you're familiar with that kind of a concept. Could you break this down for us? 
even more. And one time fast. Even more. Perfect. Let's take a look at the grammar point. So, Natalie, what's the focus of this lesson? The focus of this lesson is the preposition in. In the dialogue, we heard the phrase, I have friends in Charlotte. Okay, so the dictionary states that the preposition in indicates inclusion within some kind of limit. In many situations, in is a synonym with, within, and inside. A friend of mine illustrated this to his students by picking up a garbage can, sticking his hand inside, and yelling, in. In this lesson, we're going to look at using in with objects, months, years, and duration. In is used to indicate inclusion within some larger object or space. For example, when traveling by car, you could say, I went to New York in her car. Notice how the car is larger than the person traveling inside it. Another example would be, I left my backpack in the plane. Here the backpack is smaller than the plane and therefore inside it. Exactly. Now let's look at using in with months. For example, Santa Claus comes in December. Here, Santa Claus comes within the month of December. The idea is that the single event of his arrival is smaller than the entire month of December and so fits in the month of December. Right. And the same principle applies to years. For example, She retired in 1999. Here, the single event of her retirement is smaller than the entire year and therefore fits in the year. Perfect. So lastly, we'll look at using in with duration. For example, He'll be home in five days. With this sentence, the single event of him being at home will happen when the duration of five days is complete. Could you give us an example of that? So the example here is, the movie will start in three minutes. Ah, in this sentence, the movie will end after three minutes have gone by, but not later. So again, the movie will start within the duration given. Let's review this lesson. The preposition in is used when a noun, concept, or idea happens within or inside of some larger object. Like when an event happens in a time frame or when a person is in the store. And don't forget the story about the guy putting his hand inside a garbage can to illustrate in. And that just about does it for this lesson. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Okay, everybody. Shift information has been posted for the month. It looks like we'll visit 25 cities in 30 days. Do we normally visit 25 different cities in one month? Yes. Sometimes we visit even more. Where's our first stop? Charlotte. Hey, I have friends in Charlotte. It would be nice to see them. <laughs>